Roll for initiative. Welcome to the Honor Roll Podcast, the podcast that helps you level up your role-playing game. Tabletop, LARP, mush, and everything in between. We're not better gamers than you, we just all have different experiences to share. And maybe we can help you have a better experience. <laughs> maybe we can! <laughs> maybe? Because the only way to win at a role-playing game is, is to, to have, have fun. fun! I'm Ryan, I'm the curmudgeon, and joining me as always is Carrie, the legend. Hello, hello! And of course Jason, the favorite. And the one who can always tell how tired Ryan is based on how excited his intro to the podcast is. So how am I today? Uh, extremely. Extremely tired? It's a it's an inverse relationship. Right. If you come out of the gate just screaming, whoop, ooh, he's going to collapse after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so everybody at home knows, uh, when you're listening, you will probably hear my neighbor mowing their lawn. Yes. We support and are encouraging of lawn maintenance at oh. the Honor Roll Podcast. Oh, I don't know if I can get behind that. It's a lot of gas. Uh, I just, it's not ecologically sound. It would also, make a, I hate mowing. I, that's actually the next LARP I'm going to run. It's called Invite All of My Players to Pay Me Five Bucks to Run Them Mowing My Grass. They'll never do that. <laughs> but if you were to charge $150. And make ooh. it a blockbuster experience. Ooh, ooh. We could, like, we could like serve hot dogs. Right? Like, like all. Ooh, yeah. We can do that. This is a, this they can clean my gutters. Yeah. Ooh. I've got to make some notes. Wow. <laughs> we might have inclusivity issues with the gutters because of the ladder access. No, yeah. we can build a scaffold. It's yeah. A really Just, long ramp. Or an <laughs> elevator on it or something. It's doable. This is amazing. Well, before we get into uh, anything else, let's take a moment to get a report on our Patreon backers. Do we have any new backers? No. Wah, wah. <laughs> well... I would like to complain that we plateaued, but I didn't think we were ever going to get any anyway. Yeah, that's so, true. So it's like, woo! Yeah. Well, so the cool thing about backing us on Patreon is you do get free stuff. That's right. And if you get uh, if you back us at certain levels, like the wizard level and above, you even get a shout out every week on the podcast. Ah! Yep. I, and I'm currently holding up the bookmark to the microphone so everybody can see it. It is beautiful. It, it is amazing. <laughs> this is theater of the mind right here, folks. That's right. Mind theater. Well, uh, let's talk about the people who get a shout out then because they back us uh, on Patreon. Cameron Pruitt! Oh, Cameron is totally not my favorite. He's no. my favorite. <laughs> I like how you said that a little creepier every week. I know, right? Cameron, <laughs> Cameron, <laughs> here I am at- Fucking Disney again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my life's so hard. That's right. Like, and he's gone so many times that now the pictures he's sending are of like all of, like the weird, unique things you can do at sure. Disney World that no one ever goes and does except for people that have season passes, like the secret bathrooms. Yeah, there's secret bathrooms. Oh yeah, yeah, and the hedges. <laughs> I've never used one of those. And that's why Jason can't go back. Right. That's why I can't go back some places. We also have Ryan Martin. Ryan Yay, Martin, that's right. Ryan. Uh, he was just beginning to peek his head out of his home. That's right. Mm, but then he saw a shadow. And, and now we've got six more weeks. Of, of we also, no, no Ryan. We also have Drew Stevens. Yay. Yeah. Which I don't know if Drew has seen his shadow or not. I don't, I don't know, but I do that. know that he also has a new place. Yeah. Yeah, because he invited everybody to come down. And, and then we totally didn't. We did not. We did. I'm because sorry, that's Drew. how we roll. <laughs> uh, we suck. No, you know what? The truth is, uh, he was he invited everyone for like a housewarming party that was actually going to be like a little LARP. 
and I I wish that I'd been able to go. Yeah, it looked like it was a lot of fun. It was just not on a on a time when I could go. Right, because works and stuff. Yeah, Noah Coltrip. That's right. No, Yay, I, we don't have anything to yell at Noah about now. No, we don't. Right. He did turn in his thing, and it was not as creepy as some. <laughs> <laughs> and who's our last one, Carrie? Uh, Sarah. Rah, 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 rah. I hope right. I spelled it right. <clears throat> Today, to go with the line blowing, we also have Trixie, the memory hound. That's right. Yeah, she walks across the wood floors sometimes. I mean, it, yeah. it would be creepier if she floated across Ooh. them. So. But it would be less disruptive to That's the podcast okay. if you floated. You right. know, well, if you'd like a shout-out on the podcast, we'd love to give you one, and you can get one by helping us keep the show on the air by Yay. becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash podcast. So, when last we left our intrepid adventurers, we were sitting here at this table recording a podcast. Jason, what have you been doing since then? Well, as always, work eats my life. But I also got the new LARP design book that came out of the... the, the Canoe the Punk. Yeah, the Nuke the Punk people. <laughs> uh, I've just gotten started. It's The first chapter is a little slow going for me because it's like incredibly basic stuff that's been around for a while. Right. But, you know, it had some new definitions and new takes on them. I'm trying to decide if uh, which ones I prefer. Obviously it's a mine. Hefty, <laughs> it's, it's a hefty book. It's a pretty book, though. Yeah, it's... Uh, what would you say? Two and a half, almost... Two and a half inches? Two inches thick? Probably two and a it's half. A, there's so many jokes right there. I was yeah, just trying yeah. to decide which one to go with. Yeah. Yeah. I think you anyway. picked the right one. Yeah. <laughs> Marty <laughs> says the book is not as thick as, as you think it is. She's lying. <laughs> Wow. I've sent everybody pictures. It's fine. Wow. Wow. What have you been doing, Carrie? Um, My life has become art. That's right. Um, You're like overwhelmed now. Yeah, like all all of a sudden in the past month, my uh, dance card has gotten very full with art commissions and It is the year of the Carrie. Um, Yeah, something. I I somehow made... um, I, I somehow have ended up. I've got four commissions right. to so a work cover on. Of a book. We no, the cover the- of the book is different. Like that's. Oh. I've got the. I've got the Snowhaven uh, right. book cover to we, do, which is probably still on Kickstarter, just barely. Yeah, there's like yeah. I want to say 13 days left. Yeah. yeah. So everyone should go support that if you want a book with that's my right. art jo- on it. Josh Heath is a friend of the show, Yay. and he is uh, just a friend too. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's yeah. putting together this fifth edition. You know, world mm-hmm. world supplement. Can we thing. say fifth edition? Yeah. Okay. The, I don't know which word that you can. You can say. say it's the fifth edition of the world's most popular role playing. Yeah. Game. You can't say what the most popular role yeah, playing but game you is. So can't, Google that for yourself. Right. Woo. But you can't say. But you can't say Snowhaven. It's still on Kickstarter and it looks awesome. Yes. So everyone should go support it so you can get a book with my art on it. Yeah. That's fun. Um, I've been doing the gun belt. Stuff still. Um, I've got a gallery show coming up. That's right. It's about loss, correct? Uh, yes, yeah, about loss. Not um, the meme, but like real yeah, loss. no, like for real. Okay. Um, I'm I'm working on my two coloring books. In between all of that, what are the um, new coloring books? I'm going to do colorful tales of delightful desserts. Yes, that sounds. And then I've got a second uh, dreadful dolls. Dreadful dolls two electric boogaloo. Yes, as they do. And someone decided to give me. A bushel ton of To be fair, I was dolls. cleaning out. My, my parents <laughs> have rental property. I, I've mentioned that before, but 
Uh, and so we have just weird, stupid stuff that renters leave behind. And right. one of them was somebody's porcelain dog collection, and, which was pretty shabby when they left it. And then sitting in a like a unrefrigerated room with rats for five years oh dear. has okay. done nothing for them. You know, the, just the fact that they were left behind is indicative of them being haunted. Mm-hmm. 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 So I'm, I'm I super excited about that. I ones. Um, And then lastly, um, I'm trying to to become an art like a guest artist for a local convention. Oh right, you may be doing the badge art. Yeah, so I'm so I'm working on the the badge art to see if it is what they would want. Well, not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe maybe next year. Maybe maybe maybe. I'm, you know what? I'm, I think that your idea is very sharp, and I'd like to see the finished product. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it even if they don't pick it. I am gonna finish it up because I think it would make a really cool postcard right, to right. have at conventions, and we can be like, you know, my friend went to a convention and all they got me was a lousy postcard it, or something. I think actually that would that would be a more great. <laughs> honestly, that would be a great idea to make it as a postcard and sell it at your booth. Yeah, I like it. That would be really cool. It's you could call it. It's your oomph con. It's my oomph con. Oh. Oh, good. Okay. So I had lots and lots of art. Uh, so what have you been up to? Um, oh, you know what? I have been working, of course, like Jason. I've been working. I've obviously continuing to move forward on the gun belt. We are... It's a cool uh, play we, test we last did a, night. That's right. Last night we mm-hmm. ra- I ran a play test, um, and that was... It was interesting. <laughs> 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 you know, the, the thing about play tests is you, you want things to go wrong... So that you can work out the kinks, but right. when things go wrong, it still kind of flusters you. Yeah. You know? Well, That's fair. to be fair, really all that happened is, and every game I've ever played a playtest in, I've seen this, it, iteration issues. You've changed something because you realized it didn't work. And then I forgot to change it when I ran it. Yes. Because you've <laughs> ran it the, the other way before. Right. And so, yeah, so, I mean, we got into combat, and I started running it uh, one way, and then we got, like, part of the way in, and I started going, man, the, this is... We were supposed. We fixed this. Why is why are the results coming out this way? We fixed this problem, and then I realized we did fix this problem. But I'm still doing it the old way. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. it. And so we actually all just kind of was like, "Hey, can we just start this combat over?" And we went back and and did it the way that that we've changed it to, and it, it worked a lot better. Um, you know, there's still some bugs, but do you want to shout out who uh, play tested? You know, uh, Jason. Play yes, tested, mm-hmm. so did his, his wife Marty played mm-hmm. as well. She as, was telling me how much she loves your setting. Really? Yes, she loves it. Well, I'm glad someone does. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, no. it, I'm going to say this. Anytime I'm like, hey, I have this criticism. She's like, nope. <laughs> um, and uh, our friend Jessica, she played yeah. it. And and then Dakota, my daughter, played it. So, Dakota did a great job. I love the fact that, you know, she is, she's nine, and I really, in particular, noticed last night, I was telling Jason this before we started recording, recording uh, you weren't in the room yet, Carrie, but, like, Dakota has really kind of blossomed now, like, as in her role-playing abilities. She like, was really playing a character. She actually yeah. had a character. She had a voice, a way she talked. <laughs> There was a few times where she said something and it actually was exactly what I expected her to say based on the things she had done already. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that, you know, she's played a few games before, but this is the first time where I've distinctly seen that. I was listening in while she was making her character. Right. And it was so funny because she sat down and then she sighed and she went, I'm an orphan. 
my parents died in a forest fire. And like <laughs> it was so like dramatic and over the top. And being her parent, it was really funny to listen to her right. craft the story about how how you know. So now I have to go out and steal food. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> it was. It was also kind of fun because I know people who have been gaming for years who don't develop that much backstory before they make a character. So it was, yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. And I love the fact, you know, one of the, and this isn't trying to toot my, my horn or anything, but one of the things that I do love about the game that we've built is that the mechanics are simple enough that my nine-year-old can make a character just as quickly as everyone else at the table. And and to be fair, that's one of the things I like about the system. It's roll and add. That's yeah. it. Target number, that's it. Advantage or disadvantage, nothing really complicated. Right. But it's enough. Well, it leaves room for everything else. Yes. Yeah. And that's it's a nice. role-play game. There's, It's not a crunch game. Right, right. All right, well, I guess that's everything, so why don't we go ahead and move the combat rounds? Okay. Okay, it's time for combat rounds. Mm. What are we talking about today, Ryan? Today we are talking about burnout. Uh, <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of being burned out, right? Being, so, <laughs> being disrupted. <laughs> well, that's the definition of a burnout right, right? there. Well, okay, so, so let's. I mean, that's actually a great place to start with, Carrie. Oh, it's almost okay. like you were following notes. What? No, I don't. We haven't had those in so long. I know it's weird. It's right? weird. I'm uncomfortable. So let's figure out what is burnout. Okay, for me, burnout is when I just don't want to do something anymore, and I feel anxiety about not wanting to do it anymore. Right. Like this podcast. Yeah. No, it's being over something. Yeah. Like emotionally and physically over it and done with it. Over you can it. you can experience bur- burnout is not just a gaming no, no. thing. You know, you I can have burnout at work. Yeah, times. you're yeah. Like you can have burnout for anything. So you know, obviously, we're just focusing on game burnout right now. I think something that you talked about when we were planning this episode, and we'll cover a little bit, is when you have. Less energy when you leave than you started with. Right. Mm-hmm. It's when it moves from being something that you do because you want to and becomes something you do because you feel you have to. Yeah. So if, it, if for example, at work, there's times when you everybody loves their job for a moment. Like there's that thing you're really good at and you like doing it and you look forward to it. Right. And then sometimes you just have to go to work because that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. And, but that's different for things like LARP, isn't it? It's well, because different. you you shouldn't have to go to game if you don't want to. And because there's no money in games. There's <laughs> <laughs> not, a, there's there's not a whole lot. lot. <laughs> Patreon.com slash honor roll podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how would you notice? How would you tell? Because like, there's been times when I've been burnt out and I didn't really know. Right. What would you say are some symptoms? I think that you have to really pay attention to yourself. And I think we're going to well, – this kind of follows through into the next sort of other symptoms. But the most important thing is know these symptoms when you show them. Right. Right? Because the worst – most people suffer from burnout because they don't see it coming. They don't go ahead and deal with it immediately. Or, well, they don't know they need That's to right. deal with it. They don't, they don't okay. realize they're getting burned out. Along with paying attention to yourself, pay attention when your friends or your SO – 
tells you you're burned out. Oh, right. Your superior officer? Yes, sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Your significant other, you nerd. Yeah. Um, no, like, or you know. others. Maybe it, it others? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but what, if, you know if what? Someone that, right. Somebody yeah. you trust and love tells you, hey, I think you're over it. Yeah, like Listen, maybe you need to take a break. Yeah. You know, and I know I talk about being OST a lot, but I'm six months before I quit, Marty's like, you you need to quit or something. You've got to do something. You're not happy. And I didn't realize until much later. Yeah. Right. I think that you uh, start to feel like game is work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hobbies you know? shouldn't feel... it's Hobbies can be work, but they shouldn't feel draining like work can. One of the defining things about a hobby is that you want to do it. Right. And if you start not wanting to do it, you're probably getting burned out. And... Um, and I, th- I want to just sort of interject the thought real quick that we're not solely talking about game runners. This isn't just people who dungeon master all the time or who are storytellers or run their mush or whatever. But I think this applies to players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as we, much, if not more so at times. Right. In fact, uh, when we first started doing our show notes, uh, we had we were going to divide this into uh, two sections. We we're going to talk about player burnout, and then we were going to talk about Game storyteller runner. burnout. Yeah. And and we suddenly realized that they were identical when you started <laughs> writing down the nuts and bolts. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you know you start to feel like game is work, and you don't want to go. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's. I always think about this idea that when your your alarm goes off at seven in the morning and you're getting ready to go to work. Like if you like your job, the alarm goes off, you get up, you get in the shower and you go to work and you mm-hmm. don't think much about it. Um, you know, it is work. It's not like the alarm goes off and you go, yes, off to the office. <laughs> right. But, it, but you're in, it, there's at least indifference. Right. You know? But if you if your alarm goes off and you go, <sighs> you start making excuses, right. You know, well, or, do I or, have to work today? Yeah. Or, or like you, you like get up and like your stomach starts to hurt. How many sick days do I have? Though? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, then there's, there's like a dread. Yes. And, and if that's how game is, you know, if, or game prep is that way. If you dread it more than you get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, and it shows up in your prep. Are you saying that like when you don't finish writing out your plot and then you try to Wing it out of your ass, right? <laughs> you know, or, or or when you don't, you get just. I don't feel like turning in downtimes. Yeah, right. You, you know, don't want to do a downtime report as a player. I've been there a bunch when I have just stopped doing downtimes because it's it's one more thing. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, I've got 30 XP on my sheet, but I mean, I don't want to go get the book and look it up and spend. Oh stuff. yeah, or, or that happens in mush all the time. If I go look at you know, I'm like, you guys have 70 XP. Go you should spend, spend some. it. And they're like, eh. it's like, oh okay. Right. But now that's not necessary. Now again, and with the XP thing though. It's a good time to note that any one of these symptoms is not necessarily burnout. There are right. other things that can cause these things. Well, for, you know? for example, I had a lot of dread about writing plot kits when I first started being OSD. And in fact, the whole way through, I hated the process of writing the plot kits. Right. But I enjoyed running them. And so it was just part of the game. Yeah. You know, and that's because that was I have just ang- a worry. I have, a, you know, I had anxiety about it, but that's different. Right. When every aspect starts to bring you dread and you don't want to even do the parts you enjoyed, that's different. Yes. Yeah. What else? I mean, and that probably, I guess that kind of leads into to your energy. Oh, yeah. Well, it, you know, and we've talked about this some, and, and it's, it's not sleep apnea. <laughs> 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 if you go to game and you fall asleep regularly, 
and it's not a health issue. I mean, that right. sounds dumb, but I, <laughs> we've all done it. And yeah. We've all known people who've done it. Right. Regularly. Or if you're tired when you get there, you're tired when you leave. Like, why did I even go? Or if you're there, or if you're there an hour or two, and then you're just like so indifferent about things that you just like like you find you find yourself checking your phone. Oh yeah. Or if if you're playing a mush and like you step away to go do something, and you realize that oh, I haven't looked at my mush screen in an hour. Yeah. Uh. Or if you're at or or if you're at a LARP and your smoke breaks get longer. And yeah. longer. Mm-hmm. Here's one that always gets me at LARP and Tabletop is sometimes I'm like, what movies are on right now? <laughs> yeah. I could leave now and right. still make the last showing of Captain Marvel. <laughs> so uh, perhaps a little bit uh, ironic's not quite the right word, but um, but it, it's interesting to me that a lack of interest is a sign of burning out. But another sign of burning out is is sort of too much interest, like so much interest that you are frustrated and angry and annoyed by every single thing that doesn't work the way you want it to be. Or even sometimes when it does work the way you want it to, you're just mad. Well, I think it comes from when you're having a good time, you're always willing to let little things go. Like, oh man, that guy's character, I really don't care for the way it's built or something. Right. But you know what? I had a good time. Who cares? Yeah. But that night when you didn't have a good time, you're like, that idiot has this stupid merit Mm -hmm. and it makes this game longer and harder for me every time. And even though it really didn't, what's really happening is you're burnt out. Right. You're just sick of Ricky Fix's stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's Jason's werewolf character. (laughs) That's not a shot, Kevin. I'll tell you shots later. No. (laughs) You know, and, and going with that, people who complain constantly about the game. Oh, my god. A lot gosh. of times they're burnt out. Yeah. Well, you know. As, as a game runner, that is the hardest thing to deal with. When, like, like, at, like for a mush, yeah. when I log on and, like, I get a page from someone, I go, oh, here we go. You know, and it's, they, right. they're nitpicking every little mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, I, I've actually told them, maybe, maybe you need to not play this game. Right. Like, so here is, I'm about to be a little bit of the curmudgeon. Well, mm-hmm. Sure. For a second, and I'm going to say something that a lot of people immediately try to knee jerk against. But people who have run games a long time will will uh, they'll tell you this. Okay, people who bitch the loudest are experiencing one of two things: they are either the actual problem that's that's in your game. Yeah. So, like the people bitching the most are usually the people causing the most trouble, or the people bitching the loudest are the ones who are burned out. Yeah. yeah, And I think that's fair. Because the problem is with issues in game, and this is a whole episode. Right, right. <laughs> is that people tend to let them slide for a long time. Mm-hmm. And people who are jumping up and loud, it's not always true, but frequently they're manipulative. And, right. You know, and we talked to, to Matthew about this one time about how that people... Anyway, that's a whole episode, but yeah. yes, I largely agree. It's easy to uh, uh, to get burnout listening to those people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cause and a result. Yeah. <laughs> and then it makes you want to do it. Uh, Marty has had to listen to me complain about everything about game on the way home too many times. Right. Well, it's talking about going home. Carrie, you, you said earlier this idea that like if you go home with less than what you showed up to game with. Yeah. 
less energy or le- less excitement for the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and, and that all kind of wears down on you. Right. You should be excited for mm-hmm. the next one. Yeah. I think yeah. Of it, it's it's a little like a movie, you know, like you're, you want, you, most times you're watching a movie because you want to see it. Sure. And when it's over, you want to be glad you saw it. Mm-hmm. And if you're just going to the movie because your friend is going to the movie, will not be the same. It's not the same. Right. And, and tabletop lart mush and everything in between is even worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and but it's important, you know. Being burnout is burnout's a fun killer. You're not going to win an RPG if you're not having fun, and so you're what? not, and other people around you aren't going to have fun either. Oh yeah, social barometry. <laughs> you can't bring everybody down. You can bring yeah. all. Of, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about things that can cause. Uh, so those those are the things to look for. Be aware of in yourself and those around you. You know, when you see them, someone might be becoming burned out, especially when they exhibit more than one of those things. But what causes that stuff? What's gotten you burned out before, Carrie? Um, playing in too many games. Oh, I've done that. You know, like we're especially like I can remember back in Chicago when we were playing. We had like one or two mushes every week, or one or two larps. <laughs> yeah, one or two larps every. No, weekend. there there was one weekend where we played like four times. Sure, you know, we start there. on Thursday, but it was different games. Thursday yeah. had a different game. Friday oh, that's had a right. different that game. Vampire game played on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Night. So you'd play Vampire Thursday, and then you'd play Werewolf Friday, and then Saturday you would either go play Werewolf at a you would you could travel to a different werewolf game. And mm-hmm. then there was a weird Sunday day game that was like a vampire dark ages game. I yeah. Think, or something. Anyway. And it was like, <laughs> what did you, know, I do? What'd you is, do all weekend? Which is great when you're 20 and you know, have no energy, but, but like for now, even, you know, we've got three LARPs that we're juggling right. a month. And it feels I, like too many sometimes. It is. Yeah. It feels like too many. And you know, I, I run two mush games in mm-hmm. in those mush games, I've run several NPCs in each game, and it's just it's it's a lot. And I also think that the world of of gaming has changed a bit too. You know, it used to be you LARPed, basically like the most you could LARP was if the game played twice a month, then you would LARP twice a month. You might send one or two emails in between each game for like a downtime report or to right. touch base with another character, and then if you traveled to another game. Or something. And that was like it. But now you have forums online and Facebook and all these things. And so LARP even has become almost a 24-7 game. It, in these big uh, org LARPs, I'd say that's definitely a real thing. And mm-hmm. whether you're whether you're playing it 24-7 or running it and monitoring it 24-7, too much is too That's is a lot of work. Yeah. Right? And, and so, uh, like, talk about that, Jason, because you did that work. What right. is so, so you know too much RP and too much work? What is the too much work? And, and I want to preface this by saying that I should have found people to help right way early. The on. magic of delegation, which is hard. Yeah, it's incredibly hard because it only takes one or two people to betray your trust. Right, Carrie. I don't, I don't mean that. In what? Like, <laughs> what? I, I want to be clear, and I don't mean that in a way like somebody lies to you. Somebody will say, "Yes, I can do this," and they're not lying. They're wrong. Correct. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes dr- dropping the ball on accident is betraying your trust. Right. Now, they believe that they could do it. But I felt like, well, I asked for help and I didn't get it. Right. Yep. It's not lying, but it's still failing. Yes. Now, and I'm not going to say that was the norm. I'm going to say it only takes one or two people to do that to you. Right. 
and suddenly you only trust these three or four people mm-hmm. that you're also burning out. It's got the whole <laughs> yeah. LARP in his so hands. When, so for me, that was um, waking up to around... Nine hundred thousand. Well, I, you know, to be fair, about I would wake up in the morning because I worked. You know, well, I say a regular job for me that was seven till three thirty, right. give or take. Right. Uh, and in the morning, I would wake up, and people have been LARPing all night uh, on Facebook, and there would be thirty or forty notifications that I would need to read before I went to work, or things would be spiraling out of control really fast. Right. Because if those people got to work and there was been no breaks put on. Yeah. yeah. If they were needed, then they're going to be typing. I don't know what they do for a living, but they're online all day. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so then at least 15 messages a day, something yeah. like that. And of course, emails on top of that. I'll tell you, you know, what burns me out is too much drama. Like, I don't care if it's in or out of character. Just when things get too over dramatic, um, I'm... I get over it real fast, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean drama, like, like people falsely accusing other people of cheating just because they didn't get their way or you're you know, not paying pe- enough attention to me or, or people just not getting along cause they don't get along. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you don't get along with somebody, then just don't role play with them. Right. Yeah. There's no, my, you're, I hate you, Carrie. So okay. I'm going to have my character be in the same room with you every single scene. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes yeah, no don't sense. Don't do right? that. And, and I get really Oh gosh, just dealing with the drama around me, or worse, if I'm storyteller, managing those dramas. There's a lot of petty stuff, yeah. and at the end of the day, it feels like you should just be able to tell all those people to shut up, but it doesn't work. Right, and you and, have to manage it. And to take that a step further, you know, if your community, if your gaming community isn't giving you the support yeah. and the respect and appreciation as you're trying to handle those things, whew, no, that could be yeah. terrible. That, that's. For as a staff, someone who's on staff, that is the worst thing. If I feel like I'm being attacked and don't have support, right? You know, either by, from my other staffers or from the other game or whatever. Like that. That's when I go. You know, like, I mean, I've I've almost quit my my mushes before over right, that. Right. You know, like just because I was like, no, I don't need this. And you know what? Even as a player, if I don't feel like the community in some fashion has my back. Mm-hmm. Like, it needs to feel like a community. Right. Like, you can criticize me. You can critique me, I should yeah. say. But I don't need people, you know, being overly negative at all times. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that's one of the core the core things that, that we believe here at the show is that your gaming table isn't just a, a gaming group. It's a gaming community. Yep. You know, and that's always... more important than anything else. Yes. Absolutely. But Absolutely. it's tough. It is tough. Well, and you know, one of the big causes of drama is another cause of burnout, which is obsession. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes you almost get blinders on and it's like, I go to work. Why am I going to work? I'm going to work so that when I, so that I can get through the day and get home and have the money to go to my LARP. I, I'm going to, I'm going to work so that I can come home and LARP. I've got to go, I've got to go buy groceries. That way I've got the energy to come home and, and, and eat the food and then LARP or, or play tabletop game. Like, and the, the 24 seven game that we were talking about where everything is always online now, like it, it totally, uh, it exacerbates that, uh, uh, the obsessive behaviors that we as gamers get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's that idea that like, uh, I'm skipping ahead a bullet point here, but that's fine. But it's this idea that like, if you get, a, get together with your group of friends and realize the only thing that you can have a conversation about is your character. Right. Yeah. You might be, that's, that's a cause. That's something that leads to burnout. 
So when, back when I was in the old CAM, MES now, we, we kind of had the particular group that I ran with, they sort of had a rule which was like no goobing after a certain point. <laughs> like, right? We've talked about game enough. Let's talk about uh, Buffy for a while or something. Or yeah, let's talk right? about Or let's talk about a different... Like we've talked about CAM stuff all night. Let's talk about this Boffer we all played too. At least it was something different. You know, yeah. a different game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the th- trick with Obsession is just recognize that you need some off time. Balance. Did you take breaks? It's balance. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's another cause for, for. I get bored. If so it's I, almost the opposite, right? Yeah. I do. I do. I li- it, here's the deal. Uh, in some fashion or another, I've been interacting with. Uh, World of Darkness LARPs for about 20 years. Right. Give Sorry. Or take. Yeah, too bad. Well, I mean, it is what it is. It's where we are all at at this point. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. I, I wasn't in on like, uh, I came in around the, the time period of Revised and so that puts me behind a lot of people like yourselves who came mm-hmm. in earlier, correct? Right. Uh, which I'm happy about, really, because <laughs> that's just five more years I didn't need to LARP. <laughs> I didn't need to be obsessed with the World of Darkness. So anyway, I say all that to say, though, e- even still... I've seen a lot of World of Darkness stuff. Right. And I'm just a little bit over it. So you're kind of bored with World of Darkness. Well, right. I've seen this. I've right. done and this. I've played this. And while, you know, there's only so many stories, period, there's only so many stories I can tell about vampires. Right. Mm-hmm. And specifically, Org LARPing World of Darkness of the style that we're most familiar with. Sure. And, and boredom, you know, it, it might be a genre thing. Like maybe all I've ever done was play Dungeons and Dragons, and so I need to. Maybe somebody else needs to play World of Darkness for a change or Pathfinder. Or oh man, the first time I played else. Exalted, I was like, oh, it can be different, <laughs> <laughs> right? But boredom is also boredom is also uh, not necessarily genre related. You know, it could just be maybe the game you're playing is not exciting. I mean, maybe you have a a crummy dungeon master who's just not engaging you well you know or maybe it's just not a fit for you right that's true uh, those things can lead to boredom and at to levels that can burn you out mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say something that's gonna sound a little i don't mean it to be snobby right I mean it to be like i'm 40 now there's a lot of things <laughs> in my life that demand my time right my family i have a real job uh that demands a lot of time right and you know, I'm you are to... still living with your parents, though. Yes. Well, you know what? That's another thing that burns up a lot of my time. Right, is but they need a lot of care. You're caring. Yeah, for yeah, them. you're yeah. caring for them. And it's not, I, I just like it's that not it's a twi- also also a gamer stereotype, it but it makes me laugh. He's not living in a basement. But it's though, not so. as yeah. I it's wish not... we were. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, there's a lot of things in my life to demand my time now, and right. I like to do a lot of things. So my tolerance for things that bore me. Have, have drastically gone down. You just don't be, have the space in your right. day for it. So here's an example. I used to read a lot. Right. And it was nothing for me to read a 500-page book in which the first 100 pages were just okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But then at some point, either it picked up or you became invested in it, so you want to know where it's going. Yeah. And now, I just can't tolerate it because I'm like, I've only got this many hours to spend on things I want to do. And so if... I know I'm going to have a really good time two hours watching a movie. That makes me not want to spend that two hours doing something I know I'm not going to enjoy. Especially when I know I'm going to have to spend six hours uh, working on a water heater and uh, unflooding a basement. Right. Which is just what I did last week, kids. 
I was just thinking I wanted to play Change a Water Heater, the LARP. I should have called you. There you go. But you don't get up before seven, so. So, so That is true. That's true. So why do we keep playing then? Why do we keep doing this? Because we're dumb. I'm going to say, and this is something I've heard online a million times, and it's absolutely true. When I, me and Marty quit playing in the cam, uh, we never saw any of those people again. (laughs) No, I'm serious. We quit playing for, man, uh, Three or four years at least before we run into y'all and start mm-hmm. playing y'all's game. Started our own game because we yeah. moved into some people. We actually met you at your game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Carrie and I have played in three or four different orgs. And every time our game left an org for different, you know, various reasons. Right. Uh, some reasons good, some reasons bad. But, you know, whenever... We, they are what they are. Yeah. Whenever our games left and we started playing in a different org... You, you retain like one percent of if, those friendships. If that, if that, yeah. yeah, it's really unfortunate. Like we we spend all this time together playing this game, and then like just because my game's not in your org anymore, suddenly we don't matter to you. Like that, it's kind of sad. Which is a whole other show. But, but we're not going to see them either, right? You exactly. Know, it's just how it is. But it, but it's uh, you know who who gets the friends in the divorce. <laughs> well, so sort of. you know what? That's one of the reasons why we keep playing because that's my social group. These are the people I get to go do things with. Yeah. And I know and if I don't go to And this is what game, we do with my friends right. is yes. we go game. Yeah, like if you stopped you know. playing in, in our game, we would get a new co-host. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anybody who wants to host a podcast with me. <laughs> right. Jake, Jason's considering playing in a different game. So. <laughs> I also think, you know, it's not just the social group, though. Sometimes it's it's just it feels like tradition. It's it's a habit. Like this is what I this do. is what I do every Saturday night. Well, think about how much of our identity we tie up in the fact that we're role players, right? And we fear change as people. Mm-hmm. Look look around either one of our houses. It's piles of role playing books. Shut up. Or things, <laughs> or things that are in the same genre as the games that we play. Right. Yeah. Now Ryan also is obsessed with movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help, you know, I wouldn't say it's unhealthy. Right. With him uh-huh. in here with me. Uh, yeah. Very well later. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like you said, it's a habit. It's the thing that we do. What about obligation? Do you um, feel obligated to go yeah, to a game? Absolutely you do. You, know, you feel obligated to to log into a game right? to, to show your support. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, there's an event happening. I feel like I have to be part of it because right. only two people are in that scene. Right. And if you, and don't, so- if you don't believe that the obligation thing exists, if you've ever been in... Uh, a LARP org, you'll notice that people who stop LARPing stay on the out of character list and continue to comment for months after they quit. Oh, there's people who they joined st- UT of uh, the big first push, right? For six months. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're now in like year seven. And they are still on the out of character list. Right. And still comment regularly. Still comment regularly. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't necessarily mind that. I'm not complaining about it. A lot of them are fine. They're interested. Yeah, but they've got something to say. But, but but they're staying on it not only just because out of obligation, but they're staying on it to keep connected to their social group. That's right. It all ties together. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You have a responsibility to your social group. Mm-hmm. If you're going to remain part of it, and part of it is interacting with them. Part of it is like you know, a LARP's going to fold right. if it doesn't get your five bucks. Right. Five bucks yeah. is a lot of money when. You have to make it up out of your pocket for yeah. every person who doesn't show. Yeah, it's it's a whole other topic, but you know the cost of LARPs has not gone up in the twenty years that I've been LARPing. Every podcast I've ever listened to about LARP has 
discuss this. It's a big issue. Right. LARPs have always cost five bucks to play, but spaces to rent are now hundreds of dollars a night more than they were 20 years ago. And so there's that feeling like if I don't go and give them my five bucks, you know, they need every player they can or they're going to lose their sight. Mm -hmm. And And nobody will get to The game will fold. I mean, even on a smaller scale, like for tabletop, you know, if if everyone pitches in a certain amount of money to buy the pizza. Right. And, well, I can't go, but I know that Billy Bob can't afford to double his amount to put in. To cover, you know, like... Yeah, and it's not just financial either. Sometimes it's social. Like, there are only four of us playing in 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 Bob's game. Right. And if I don't play, well, then Bob's just running a game for three people, and that's a completely that's a different, different game. game. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, there's another aspect of that, too. How many times have you been playing in a game where your character had a cool plot thing, and you're like, I don't really feel like playing this week, but I have to show up. Because I'm the only one that can speak to dragons. Right, and this has been a thing that I've seen more in tabletop than anything. People who feel obligated to show up because they've gotten a cool plot thing, so now they have to be there every week. First of all, there's only four or five of us to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. First if, of all, the, kudos to that storyteller for recognizing that they need to give you a cool plot <laughs> thing so you'll keep coming back. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's on purpose and sometimes it just right, works out right. that way. <laughs> uh, you know, there is something to, if you see somebody who's clearly getting burned out, maybe you try to give them something to keep them interested. It's yeah. tricky, though. Because then you may wind up burning out more people around them because you gave them something cool and then they didn't come back. Right. Yeah. Right. Also, you know, tied to that is this feeling of, uh, I mean, where will I find a different gaming group? Yeah. I mean, that's hard. You know, if you were, if you're talking about mushes, well, there are only six mushes in the world right now. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it. Like it feels new, that way. New mushes aren't coming out all the time. No. Sure. Right? It is a, I don't want to say it's a dying hobby because I think it's, it's, it's leveled it's out. It's plateaued. Or, so if I the opposite, like of, it's valleyed. Yeah, valleyed. <laughs> but, uh, but it's certainly true of like, I mean, you know, LARPs, you know, different areas, geographic regions can only sustain so many LARPs. Uh, new know? England is going through this whole thing right now where every game that comes out basically has to displace another game. Right. And it's a, apparently it's a huge mess. Yeah, so there's uh, saturation problems. Right. There's often not other LARPs to choose from in an area, especially if you live in a small town. Uh, and that can be true with tabletop as well. Like, if you don't have a local gaming store with a healthy gaming environment, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, if, if you don't have a, a university club or something... Uh, that where you can connect. Your only way to connect to other table toppers is is at your local gaming store. Or or there are some like you can Google like there's some Chattanooga gamers. And and stuff, right. You know. yeah. yeah, but 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 the reality is finding a new gaming group that has space for another person mm-hmm. to play with and that you you connect with that you mesh with. You know that those are it's daunting. There's it's like changing banks. It's a lot of work, <laughs> yeah. especially it's when you're pain. 40 like us and you're not out playing all these online games. And you don't have now. And, and you're like, I'm 40. I don't have patience to deal with this 19 year old and his stupid ass D&D game. And that's right? probably. <laughs> oh, my God. But well, we know, feel that way, though. It's probably like, on I'm, you. They're, they may be. It's great. totally me because I'm 40. Right. <laughs> like that's that's. After, but these are the, but these are the real things. And you know what? There are 20 year olds who are like the only gaming group that I could find is these 40 year olds who host the stupid <laughs> podcast. You know, like, well, well, these guys I wanted to kill some dragons, and these guys are all about right. But switching switching their emotions, switching games is hard. It is, and and that's you know that also hits the the other side is 
is, you know, if you can't find another game, you've got to find something else to do with your Friday nights. That doesn't sound right. You have, right, but you know, you got no other, I don't have any other hobbies besides gaming. I do nothing, if I'm not gaming, I'm sitting on the couch going, sure do wish there was a game this week. Oh, okay, I'm going to say that's not really real. true. When we took like a few years off from LARPing, that we watch so much TV. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing is for a lot of people though, this is their hobby. They have yeah. no, they don't have another pastime. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so if you give this up because you're burned out, that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and of course I think the, the other reason people keep playing when they should probably step away is just that they've, they're, you know, they've got little puppy dog, innocent eyes and they believe, no, it's okay. It's going to get better. It usually doesn't. It, it very rarely does it get better, but but they hope it will change. Right. It's this. That's how we were. Uh, the you know I'm not. I don't know what the Chattanooga environment is like now, but back when we were members of it, it it's better because you're not a member of that's, it. That's. I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> there there were a lot of great people, and it only took two or three to come. Who were really bad. Who were really bad. Uh, Let's talk about them for a moment. No. (laughs) No. You know what? We've actually been talking. Me and Marty had some really bad experiences. But anyway, (laughs) change is a big deal. Don't just hope for it. Right. So how do we fix the problem of burnout? So we've talked. Right? No. No, but I mean, we've talked a little bit about, uh, you know, about the symptoms and and the causes and and figuring out why we ignore them. But, But... if if all of this is to build towards the idea of don't ignore them, fix the problem, mm-hmm. what do we do? Okay, so, like, the thing that helped me the most when we went through everything uh, with, you know, me and Marty did back when we were in the cam, was we took a couple of years, and we didn't LARP at all. And we didn't even tabletop for most of that. Right. And that big, it was a big break. But when we started playing, we're running our own game and playing tabletop games again, and then started playing in y'all's game, I had a lot of energy again. Yeah. I recharged. You took a couple of years off. It doesn't have to be that long. No, you it might not. be six months. Right. You know, I mean, I'm 40. I don't have two years. Uh, you probably <laughs> don't the way you live. How many of those caramels have you had, Mr. Right. Diabetic? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, take a break. You don't have to stop. Or or you could stop forever. Maybe, you know, sometimes as we get older, we give we give up things, you know. Okay, here's here's an example Alcohol is something that you have to use very responsibly. And there's some people out there who've decided that they can't. So they quit. Right. And that's that's tough. And I don't want to compare the two, but I want to say that if there's something in your life that you realize you can't handle, whatever it is, you should move away from it. Yeah. Forever if needed. So so I think the first step is is, you know, check your investment. Is is this your thing? If you're not able or prepared to to be able to just stop. What else can you do? Uh, change stuff up. Change Either it up. Play a different game. Different group. A different group. Uh, you know, or a different actual game. Like, hey, I was playing vampire. Now I'm going to play Harry Potter. You yeah. know, like that's could very different. As, it could even be as simple as changing. Uh, like, if if you if you're in a gaming group that has played Second Edition Dungeons and Dragons for for the last thirty years, maybe switch to fifth or third. <laughs> move, move up to three. Yeah. Work your way up, right? Or try Pathfinder. Yeah, or even just if you're even, you know, it is possible you could even just shift within the game you play. Like if you're playing, if, if you're always playing uh, Forgotten Realms, maybe it just means switch and play Greyhawk. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is Greyhawk even still a current? I have TV? no idea, but you can still run it. Yeah. Right. Go to your used bookstore. You can find something. <laughs> That's yeah. true. You know, if if you always play werewolf, switch and play vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's there are things. But what we found is we needed to get away from PvP for a while. And that's one of the reasons why we loved Tabletop during that big break from LARP. is Because, right. you know, uh, that experience was strongly PvP, which was a lot of fun for a while. PvP is player versus player. Yes. I just had to let Aaron Atherton know that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so now that So you're saying sh- you're shifting the focus of your play style. Right. From something that's adversarial to something that's cooperative. Right, right. Here comes Trixie the memory hound again. She's clicking on the floor. Yeah. Uh, and I think sometimes, too, it could just be uh, maybe change your character. Mm-hmm. Shelve your character so that your new character can role play with different people. Or different, if it's a, if it, this is more easy if it's a LARP or a mush where yeah. there's more than just six of you at the table. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. but you know, you could always be changing so that you could run with a different crowd. So I know some people... Y'all did this too, played in One World by Night, which the biggest thing it is sort of famous for is the fact that it's been continuous. Longevity. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you've got characters that have been around for 15 years, 20 years? At least. 30 years? Yeah. Yeah. And I have talked to a few of these people over the years that have been like, I played this guy for 30 years and I was done with the game. I didn't care if I went anymore. And then for whatever reason, I decided to shelve that character and start a brand new character and now I like it again. Right. I, I had an experience like that. Um, mm-hmm. I I played a werewolf in in a LARP, mm-hmm. and I played her all the way up to Elder. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like I had everything on my sheet I could possibly have, and you know, there wasn't a lot of um, challenge. You're and, fi- but you're finished. I was I was done, and I was starting to like you know huff when I played the character, and you know, I was I was getting burned out, and so we we. And did her story, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, she got to go off and, um, I made a baby character that had no dodge and I had no nothing on my sheet cause I had just a l- couple points and the first combat I got into the, the storyteller was like, well, spend a dodge to be able to, and I looked at my sheet and I went, I don't have dodge. I get hit. And <laughs> the fact that I got hit. Like actually energized me. We forget. Danger was real again. We yeah. forget challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Introduce something new. I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever that something is. Right. And sometimes that's enough. It's been enough for me to to change characters over the years here and right. there. Or, yeah. Or play, you know, something we were talking about beforehand. One of the things I liked about Space LARP is I didn't know about half the people there. Right. Because they were yeah. from a different group. And I was interacting with people that I hadn't met. It was it was it really made it a lot more fun for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- so what else can we do to to fix the problem? Um, you can talk to your staff or your players. Like, so like what actually if- communicate with people and go, hey, I think I'm getting burned out of this character that I'm playing, or I'm getting burned out of running this type of plot. Or if you're if you're Maybe if one of the things that's burning you out is like Jason was talking about earlier, like there's so much drama, mm-hmm. like talk to your staff or your players and fix the drama. Mm-hmm. Now, now it, it may not be possible, but it's worth a shot. It's At super least easy to say, go fix the problem. Yeah, just yeah. fix it. But, but, but try. I think sometimes we forget that people can't fix problems that they don't know exist. Yes. Absolutely. You know, and, and we talk about this a lot when we talk about how do you address a bad player, you know. Well, Take you them out for coffee. By actually addressing it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think that, that that's the case with this stuff too is, is you talk to the staff, you talk to your player base or the org or whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes that talk might just be soliciting help. 
Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's, you know, expressing that there is a problem and it has to be corrected or, or outright just correcting that problem, whatever that may be. I feel like that's something I should have done more when I was OST is address the idea, hey, guys, I'm, I'm doing too much. Right. Yeah. What do I need to do? And that also goes back to the fact that, in theory, we should all be a community. Right. And Absolutely. so we should all want to help each other have the best time we can at a game. Mm-hmm. So would you, what about, you know, you were talking about how when you were OST, you, you wished that, that you would delegate it a little. So would, I mean, if there was a reduction in those responsibilities, would that have helped? Absolutely. If I had been able to cut my workload even in half, I would have probably still been OST now. Right. So, so address the the time commitment that you're giving it. So uh, something that I've talked to Marty a lot about is since then is that I should, and other people have brought this up too, I should have had office hours. I said, hey, I'm going to do this much work. Right. And when that time runs out, I'm sorry. Sure. Whatever that is. And as as a player, maybe that means don't play all six games that play in your area. That was a serious problem I had back when, and same as y'all, when y'all were in one world and I was in the cam. Six games a month, at least. Right. Or if your frequently table, eight. If your tabletop groups plays every Friday and Saturday night, that's too much. Maybe that's too much for you. I, yeah. I've been that guy. I've played. Mm-hmm. We we went through a period where we would role play at this dude's house, and we would play twelve hour games twice a weekend. Yeah. It's so you just you have to I guess sometimes just address these problems, and if it doesn't work, step away. Mm-hmm. Oh, and be able be willing to trim enough back. From your responsibilities, your games, your time commitment, so that you're happy again. Right. So what can we do to prevent burnout going forward? I mean, obviously, I think uh, the very first thing is just be aware of your own investment in game and how you feel about it. Uh, but beyond that, though, what can we do to help prevent ourselves from becoming burned out? Have other hobbies. <laughs> no. Yes. Goodness. Yeah. Like have something else that you can talk to your friends about. Right. It, it just because if it's if you're only focused on game, mm-hmm. you're gonna not only burn yourself out, you're gonna burn them out. Right. It's why we open the show with a little a little thing about what did you do this week. Mm-hmm. Partly because people want to, you know, we are friends with our listeners and we want to. Be communicating and and friendly and share things, but it's also because we don't want to just get on here and talk game, slowly about game, 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 game. We're real people, also. That's right, and it's the only time we talk every week. That's, That's right. Yeah, and we have to save it up. Yeah, <laughs> well, we had so much tolerance. I think you also have to be willing to ask for help, and we've said this a million times mm-hmm. all throughout the whole thing. But it's a real thing. Right, ask for help, whether you're a player or a organizer, or like in the. Uh, CAM or MES, they have uh, people that are coordinators that just handle the business side of stuff. Right. You may need help. Mm -hmm. It's okay to ask. Yeah. I also think you need to be willing to take those breaks. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes a break really is the most extreme but only solution. Even if it's just... Skip a month. Skip a... Yeah, skip a game. It's not the end of the world. Right. If it is the the end of the world, things need to be changed. And (laughs) if your game is so needing you there for one, you know, every game always, then you need to share that responsibility. I, I, I would issue this challenge to our listeners. Ooh, a challenge. Listen to this. An on-a-road challenge. Skip a game sometime. Your regular game that you never miss. Just skip one. Even if you love it. And see how you feel. 
about that. Because if you skip a game and discover that you spend the entire time texting the people at the game to see how things are going. Don't do that. Watching the internet to see if anybody posts about it. Or, uh, you know, thinking about it the whole time you're not there. Or being angry you're not there. Or obsessing about the fact that you're not there. If you discover that you can't not go to game in a healthy way, then maybe you might want to reassess how you prioritize your gaming time so that you don't become burnt out. Yeah. Make sure it's not the only thing. We should all try to have balance in our lives. Don't let any one thing consume it if you can avoid it. You can take a break. And ultimately, you have to take the break. Like, you need to know your own limits because nobody around you necessarily is going to know what your limits are. So you should say no if you're being asked to do too much or give too much. Yep. Ultimately, all this really is is just be healthy and take care of yourself, you know? So what does everybody need to do every week, Carrie? You should drink water. Once a week. Get, yes. Once a week. No, no, for real. Like standard self-care. Drink, eat, sleep. Take your meds. Take your meds. <laughs> oh, take so your meds. So you're saying if I find that every time I go to game, I lose, you know, a whole weekend of sleep effectively. Every weekend. That's bad. Yeah. Like if I'm only your getting body six needs... hours of sleep over the whole weekend, every weekend. I think ultimately this is all just about being healthy. Like yeah. sometimes we say being healthy and we just think that means go ride a bike and be exercise-y. No. Right? Those things too. But it doesn't. Like there is – it's mental healthy too and social healthy and physical healthy. It's all of those traits. Yep. And attributes that you drop points in. <laughs> you know, like mm. – but here's the thing is self-care needs to not be your dump stat. Take care of yourself. Absolutely. Did you see what I just did there? That was great, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, all right. Well, I think that's it. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to game wrap. All right. Let's do game wrap. Welcome to the end of the show. It is very exciting. Oh my. If you are listening to us, then you probably found us at honorrollpodcast.com, or maybe you found us on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else. Etc. Etc. Et et That's what I should name my podcasting service. Etc. Et yeah, because everybody always lists That's true. it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you found us on Twitter at honorrollpodcast, or perhaps you found us on facebook.com slash group slash honorrollpodcast. Uh, if you'd like, you can send us an email at hosts... At honorrollpodcast. Do we, do, we get ma- do we get many emails? No. People should email us. I, I find that when we do, that nobody reads them. Uh, no, they do. Oh. I'm just kidding. And of course, uh, again, like we mentioned earlier, you can get free stuff if you back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash honorrollpodcast. So, Jason, I'd like to give you five XP for Yay. wearing green today. That's right. It's, uh, oh, I did, didn't I? You did. You did. It was by accident. Then, <laughs> then, did I say five? I meant four. Oh. You lost one because it was an accident. Well, I'm taking a break. Do you get four XP <laughs> to uh, help you avoid being pinched because it's we're actually recording this on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Carrie, you get 10 XP what? because not only did you wear green, mm-hmm. but you're also going to paint uh, Saint. And I it's St. Patrick's Day. And so that there just we feels, go. But wait, right. it's not St. Patrick's though, right? I'm not painting St. Patrick, no. Okay. But today is also that Saint's Day. Yes. So wrap your head around that, Jason. Well, because there's only so many days, days in a year and there's is a there lot a, more saints. Are there 366 saints? 
No, there's. Oh my I don't God. know. There's a lot. Billions. Did you have to memorize all of them? No, the Catholic I did you not. All the saints? I did not have to memorize all of them. No. Just like me and the state capitals. Do you, do you still know them all? No, I didn't memorize them. Much like the saints. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, join us next week on the Honor Roll Podcast when our topic is trying to figure out what the capital of Alaska is. Do we have any listeners in Alaska? I don't know. Do you know, right? No, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> Until next time, remember, the only way to win at a role-playing game is to have fun. Thank you.